Welcome to CIO Leadership Live Canada, Women in Technology. I'm Lee Rennick, editor of CIO.com Canada, and I'm very excited and very happy to welcome Doria Maniko Daka, IT leader, Professional Engineers Ontario. Please introduce yourself, Doria, and tell us a little bit about your role at PEO. Thank you very much for this opportunity, Lee. I'm very excited to be part of the International Women's Day series. My name is Doria Maniko Daka, and I have the honor and privilege of leading the IT team at PEO. I have been in tech for 16 years, and in the last five years, I've been helping Professional Engineers Ontario with digital transformation and modernization. And I'm very proud of the initiatives and accomplishments I've had the pleasure of leading so far. I'm also a director at the, at the uh, CIO Association of Canada, uh, Toronto Chapter Board. Well, that is fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. And we have had the opportunity to work together in the past um, at the CIO Association of Canada. And I really, really appreciate you joining us here today, Doria. This series has been created to support CIOs and senior technology leaders in their business and leadership journey. But we're also creating a series for women in tech, especially for International Women's Month and Day and Year, and with the theme of this year's theme, which is to embrace equity. So the first question I want to ask you is, could you tell me a little bit about your own career path and provide some insights or tips on that road path, uh, especially as a black woman in tech? Are there any lessons learned that you could share? Absolutely, Lee. Uh, my career has been interesting. Uh, it's really been exciting for me. I have worked in an internet service provider, telecommunications, managed services provider, and as well as uh, a not-for-profit. And these environments have largely been dominated by men. Mm -hmm. And as a Black woman, I've had some unique experiences where um, I'm, the, I'm a double minority or sometimes even a triple minority. And so a lot can be said about that, but I just want to share a few of the lessons that I have learned along the way. Mm -hmm. So firstly, one needs to be resilient and determined to pursue their passion and paths that they have chosen. And this is against all odds. This is especially true when you are the only one and there's, there's very little precedence or examples to rely on. And Lee, this can be both challenging and rewarding at the same time. It can be challenging in the sense that it can be lonely. Sometimes it could feel like you're fighting an uphill battle when you're in the minority. And especially if you have conscious and unconscious bias fighting against you. But at the same time, it can be rewarding. Just knowing that you, you helped to change the status quo and to change minds and environments for people to consider it normal to have women at all levels of the tech space. So that can, that's a reward that uh, you can get out of this. So I'll tell you a story about earlier on in my career when I had a role that included uh, helping clients over the phone. And I remember I would take the call and uh, the person on the other side would, after introducing myself, they would be like, I think this is a mistake. Could you please transfer me to the mm -hmm. technical team? But I am the technical team. So I'm glad that in 2023, we are past that 
for the most part. But I do realize that there are some women that are still going through such hurdles. And uh, for those women, what I would say is that it's very important that in such a position uh, to be resilient, you need to be resilient and keep moving past those hurdles, not only for yourself, but for the people that are coming behind you, the women that are coming behind you and looking up to you. And secondly, one has to be sure and confident in their abilities and be and be resolved on the career path that they have chosen. Being in a very small minority sometimes can bring self-doubt, mm -hmm. especially if you're in an, an environment that is not supportive or that causes you to have doubt. And this brings me to my third point, which is know the value you're bringing to the table and the difference you're making. Now, some environments are going to appreciate this more than others, but it's very important that you do not let others minimize your contributions. For example, if you work hard and lead your team to launch a tech solution that positively impacts the organization's bottom line, that in and of itself is value that you can quantify. It's value that you're bringing to the table. And so it's very important that you know the value you're bringing to the table and not letting anyone minimize it. Having said that, we still have ways to go. Women in tech are still being overlooked and passed over for promotions. The numbers are getting better, but we're still, they're still pretty low. And this can be worse for black women. And yet you have a whole talent pool of black women that are highly skilled and highly educated. So in my experience, the resiliency, determination, knowing the value you're bringing to the table and not letting others minimize it are principles that I have relied on along the way. That is fantastic um, and very impactful insights that you have provided to me and to those listening. And, you know, I think when I was reflecting on what you were saying, because I always we always have this conversation in real time. So I'm trying to listen and then also reflect. And, you know, I think I know with DEI and A now we have a, we add on a B, which is belonging. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think it's very hard for women, you know, to have a sense of belonging when we face these challenges that you've outlined, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, who are you gonna, you've had, had a success and we need those places to share them and talk about them. So we elevate women in this space to say, we are creating solutions, creating value, but we need the voice to be able to say it. And so I appreciate you right now sharing, I'm getting goosebumps, this voice uh, around some of the things that you've, you've faced and the challenges and the solutions. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So we maybe go into the next topic, which is what we wanted to talk about, which is the role of the CIO or the senior tech leader at the leadership table, right? So we've always we've already identified there's an underrepresentation of women, there's underrepresentation of Black women, even more so at this table. Um, and you are a tech leader, and you've achieved so much. So. I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, strategy, because we talked about at the last call that you're really into building strategy for organizations and what comes into play around strategy um, when you're leading in tech? Thank you very much. That's a very important question, Lee. Strategy in all aspects of the organization is key when you're leading in tech. So for me, uh, what comes into play firstly is you need to care and act like an owner. 
Owners of the business look at the success of the whole business, the why and the long-term view. Hence, in my experience, it's very important that a clear vision, mission, and goals are articulated at every level of the organization, throughout the organization. And when everyone understands that, when everyone owns that and begin to act like an owner of the business, then you have a recipe for success. And secondly, you need to play using the whole team. And Lee, this ties in with what we have already talked about, encouraging women to be in the tech sector, encouraging women to stay in tech and more women to get into tech, but also encouraging um, diversity in general. And by now everyone knows that uh, it's been proven that diverse teams and diversity of thoughts is good for business. When you have a diverse team, you, you simply have more ideas to work with. You have, uh, you have a greater talent pool to, to tap from, and that makes for very superior business solutions. And hence, I would encourage any leader or any organization to really focus on bringing in this diversity at every level of the organization for you to win. And with this uh, war on talent, this is the recipe that's going to make you win. Thank you for sharing that. And I think, you know, when we talk about leadership and strategy, what you're saying is, you know, when you're building strategy, everyone in the organization owns it. A lot of the CIOs I'm talking to right now are talking about that around technology new implementation, around security, around data, cloud, like everyone now owns a piece of that in the business. It's not, doesn't, shouldn't fall on the, on your shoulders as a tech leader solely because mm -hmm. everyone needs to understand it. So uh, I appreciate you providing those insights to us. That's very important, Leah. And to that point, uh, you need to use technology as an enabler. As I've led in tech, I have always framed tech as a, a, an enabler to the business. And you see, uh, as shiny as a new toy might look, as shiny as a new tech might look, it might not be where you want to be. So as a business, you need to focus on the why and the business value that a specific technology is going to bring. So uh, otherwise, as techies, it's very easy for us to just keep on checking, uh, chasing the new tech on the block and just, uh, just for the sake of it and not necessarily that it will bring any value. And we're totally at that, as one CIO said to me, we're at the precipice of a new, new age in technology with the large language model AI with the chat GPT. So you make a very good point there for sure. It's a new shiny thing, but let's look at how we're going to implement it and work with our other leaders in our business right across, right across. So I appreciate your, um, your, you sharing that with us. So you did mention this before in Canada, there's a tech talent shortage right now in tech. I just sat in on a round table this week with some colleagues saying that it's getting harder and harder to find talent. Um, and we know that retention, once you have them, retention is very important. Can you tell me about some of the leadership skills that you believe are essential when leading teams, especially around talent and retention? Absolutely, Lee. That's a very important question. So for me, clarity of vision, purpose, and meaningful work is a bare minimum in today's uh, world of talent. Any leader or organization that wants to uh, attract talent today must have a vision, mission, and values that focus on the greater good and the difference that they're going to make. 
What the COVID years have shown is that people are now starting to want to find meaning. They want to rediscover themselves and ask themselves what really matters. And so it's very important that as businesses, that what really matters really gets tied to your mission and vision and value system, or, and it gets clearly communicated to the entire organization. If you do that, you will have a chance at winning the talent war. Secondly, you need to foster a positive attitude and environment. Throughout my career, what I have found that has really helped me is a, a positive environment has really inspired my creativity, motivation, and delivery. And so I always try to seek and create that same environment for my team where an environment where there is no blame, an environment that uh, fosters a positive work environment where um, achievements are rewarded, uh, respect is given. And you know, uh, if somebody drops the ball, you pick it up and you score it. Uh, there's no room for blame. And that's, a, that's an environment that has inspired myself to be uh, very, very creative and uh, innovative. And so I, I, I figure that if I create the same environment for my team, uh, it will do the same and I can see the results right now. And then thirdly, with our rapidly changing tech landscape, you need to promote continuous learning and upskilling. So today, the shelf life of tech skills is about three years and it keeps shrinking. So as leaders, you need to ensure that your team is essentially in continuous learning mode. So one of the things that I have done for my team is to create a space where they can um, try new, new technologies, a space where they can ideate and implement their ideas without affecting the digital services that we are, we are offering. And that has really helped us to improve the tech skills, to close the gaps, and also uh, to foster that sense of innovation and uh, knowing that it's a, it's a safe space where they can ideate and, and try out their ideas. That is fantastic. And um, it's certainly a trend that I'm hearing across the board is that safe spaces to try new things out. What I'm hearing from a lot of the CIOs I'm speaking to um, and senior tech leaders is it's okay to have like for things not to work out the way they're supposed to. It's good mm -hmm. to be able to try or say it didn't work out. How are we going to reinvent this? What are we going to do? Where are we going to play? What sandbox can we play in to try and build that sandcastle again? So um, I appreciate you telling me about some of the things you're implementing in your role. So um, just wanted to ask a final question here, and I thank you so much for joining us today. You're a woman working in the tech industry in Canada, and we've talked about some of the challenges in your own career journey as a woman. But now let's flip it to the organization. So can you talk a little bit about what organizations should do to ensure that they are embracing equity? What steps could they take? I think breaking the glass ceiling for women and minority groups is, is still a business goal that every organization should be striving to achieve. And let me add this. For Black women, the ceiling is made of concrete. It's a concrete ceiling. And those organizations that are going to break this ceiling are the ones that are going to, to, to win uh, from the resulting talents that they will have at all levels of the organization. 
we have seen great improvements in lower ranks in terms of uh, inclusiveness, but the senior leadership roles and the boardrooms still have ways to go. I think that soon it will no longer be acceptable to have non-diverse leadership teams. And we're already seeing mandates on this, especially from those uh, forward-thinking organizations that are starting to put mandates on this. So to be successful, organizations will have to be intentional about diversity, equity, and inclusion at all levels of the organization and not just the lower ranks. So this calls for inclusive leadership that taps into a wider pool of talent, and especially as we see the shortage of talent in tech. So organizations which lead with purpose, intention, and empathy, as well as reflect the communities they conduct business in, the communities that they serve, are the ones that are going to retain top talent, especially with regards to women. So to wrap it up, um, I'll share a few steps that organizations can take to embrace equity. First of all, you need to be aware of unconscious bias and manage it. And you can manage it through education or training. So just acknowledging that we all have it and sometimes it, get, it gets in the way of making decisions and how we treat other people. And again, the purposeful, intentional, empathetic leader is the one who is going to win in this case. In addition, you need to create targets for equity and you need to ensure that those targets are being measured and communicating progress of those targets. So we know that only what's measured can be improved. If you don't measure it, chances are that it's, it will be very hard to improve it. Thirdly, you simply have to embrace equity. Do all employees have access, equal access to opportunities, promotions and recognition? Is the same scale used across the board or are there different scales depending on who the recipient is? So the idea is to just drive awareness about equity to the entire organization. That is fantastic. And with that, I want to thank you so much for being here today, Doria, on International Women's Day. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate our conversations and the learnings you provide to me around uh, working in technology as a black woman. I certainly wish you a very successful month of March during International Women's Month, but also throughout the year as we continue to share our stories uh, of equity in the workplace. Thanks, Doria. Thank you very much, Lee.